Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of Afros and Encara. I just want to wish you all a happy new year. I don't believe I did that in my last podcast. So happy new year. I hope that 2021 is amazing. I hope that all of your dreams come true. And not only that do your dreams come true, I hope you work to achieve those dreams and that it is satisfactory. Okay. Um, so I just kind of want to go in. I wanted to kind of just do a little bit of a recap of the last week. (laughs) Um, just because it was very interesting to me. It was just interesting to watch everything go down. Um, I don't watch the news daily. That's something I've said before. I don't even watch it weekly um, because the news is depressing to me. And it's really just the same thing being said over and over again, um, but by different voices. So the biggest thing was the storming of the Capitol that occurred earlier this week. I believe that was on Wednesday. I believe it was Wednesday. Um, That was very... It was... I was take well, no, let me not lie. I wasn't taken aback. I was not. Um, I wasn't shocked either. It it stunned me a little bit, I guess, but it, it didn't it wasn't for long. So I remember clearly I was in court that day and I get the CNN updates, right? So it was like an update that writers or they, they called them in the beginning protesters had stormed the US Capitol. I was like, okay, whatever. I didn't take it any, I didn't take it seriously. So then we had a break and my trap, my partner, um, my partner in court called, texted me and was like, oh my God, do you see what's happening? I'm just like, what, the rioters? The pro- I was like, what, the protesters at this capital? She's like, yes. I was like, oh, okay. Um, I was like, yeah, I guess it's crazy. I hadn't seen anything. So I turned on the computer, the computer, turned on the TV, go on CNN. And I was like, yo, it is a sea of people out here. What? This is crazy. And I, it completely escaped me that the electoral college votes were being certified that day. See, because I don't watch the news. Um, So I saw that. I'm like, what is happening? So I was watching the news, just kind of listening to, like, what was going on. I had CNN on for, like, four or five hours. I was trying to, you know, go from CNN to CBS or ABC, just, you know, just trying to see what was happening. So apparently these individuals were mad, again, that Joe Biden won the election. And I'm just like... I don't understand. It wasn't even close, really. Like, not to, it, it, it wasn't. Why are y'all so mad? This whole thing, this election happened in November. It is January. Let it go. I believe um, Trump supporters were saying that if um, Donald Trump lost the election, his supporters would carry on with your daily lives and they would not... Um, destroy property or things like that um, that would just go on with your daylight because those are the kind of people they are. So apparently when they said they would not destroy property, they didn't think about the American government system. I guess that's not a property, but you know, which makes sense, not a tangible thing. They would destroy the the, the government, like try to at least, but not property. But I guess the U.S. Capitol building doesn't count as property, seeing that glass was broken, things were taken um, out, um, offices were ransacked, poop apparently was being smeared all over the walls, whatever. Um, it was just it was just such an interesting thing for me to watch. Um, 
to watch them literally storm the Capitol, break into the Capitol. And I've never been to the U.S. Capitol before. Um, I've never been to D.C., but I have friends who've worked in D.C., who've lived around the D.C. area. And for it to be, you know, a federal territory um, with all these, like, important buildings and people... I feel like there's a lot more security there. I don't know how it works. I know that it's a federal territory. It's not a state. So, you know, deployment of troops and things have to go through clearance and everything like that. There's There are levels to it, right? But I just feel like thousands of people storming the U.S. Capitol, um, disrupting Congress from um, doing what they're con- constitutionally mandated to do, might be a, you know, might be a little of a national, you know, security thing. I don't know. I mean, I don't work for the Pence. I don't know. I'm just some person out here working. I don't know much. Um, but I do, because I mean, when people who have, um, people who have disabilities were protesting in 2017, for the Affordable Care Act, when they came into the Capitol, when they came into onto the Congress floor, they were literally carried out, right? But these people stormed the U.S. Capitol, disrupt Congress from doing what they are constitutionally mandated, forced congressmen and women to run into hiding, forced um, news reporters to also run into hiding. News reporters were reporting like they were phoning into your news stations to report like couldn't tell us where they were they were just like oh you know we're in an undisclosed location but we're safe and things like that um people having to wear um masks to protect from tear gas all of that and i was just like it was just so funny i was like how did y'all allow them to get this far into a national this is like a national building this is like a i feel like this should be really well protected and well guarded i'm not sure once again i don't work there i don't know these things but i just assume that you know a national building where all the congressmen and women are you know on a day like today be guarded you know i'm just saying like if y'all can't guard the 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 congress okay y'all not protecting me like what happened with that military budget and it like 900 like trillion dollars or something like that what happened what happened oh it seems like they'd used all the funding against the black lives matter protests you know because it was so funny to me like over the summer when black people were protesting being um killed and murdered in the streets senselessly there was a lot of police officers there to stop them. And it was in D.C. too. And I, I know that I saw them. We saw them in D.C. We saw them, in, you know, in all the major cities in, in, in the United States. It was quick. It was easy. But once again, I don't know these things, y'all. No one asked me. No one taught me. I'm just talking at the side of my neck. But it was kind of interesting to see how lackadaisical the police um, and the military, the National Guard themselves, everybody, how lackadaisical they were in treating these um rioters and i'm not saying that these people deserve police brutality that's not what i'm saying i'm saying that it's so interesting that police officers are able to try at least to stop a situation without going into force it's so funny to me that police officers cannot feel that they cannot detain one black person without killing them but they can try to stop thousands of people from storming the U.S. Capitol without one 
rubber bullet. I did not hear nothing about one rubber bullet. I think tear gas was thrown out like a little bit later down. And it was also really funny to me that the mayor of DC had put out this curfew for 6 p.m. And we were watching the news and people were still at the Capitol, still. I remember like, I think Wolf Blitzer or somebody was asking her, so what's gonna happen? If people don't adhere to the curfew, what you gonna do? And she's like, well, you know, I can't really say what I'm gonna do. He was like, are they gonna get arrested? Like, what's happening? And they and CNN was petty too because CNN kept saying, well, it's 12 minutes after curfew, people are still out there. Oh, look, it's 14 minutes after people's, and they were right. Yes, the crowd had gone down some, but it was still a lot of people. It was so funny to me how that curfew as well was not being enforced. So it is funny, you know, there's two sides to every story or whatever. Um, But what was also interesting to me was that while these rioters were storming the U.S. Capitol, all of the news, everybody was, where's Donald Trump? We need the president to come and say something. We need a president. And I just don't understand what they expected from the president um so because trump didn't say anything for a while um joseph biden's camp was like you know what this is it this is our time to shine baby joe dust up this blue suit wear a little black mask do a little joggy jog down to the podium and speak to the people and i believe that joe biden did have a very give very presidential remarks i believe his remarks were very presidential he condemned what the um what the rioters were doing he actually called them thugs and i'm just like oh so you've been listening to black twitter because that's really all black twitter has been saying was like why are these news channels still calling them protesters this is not a protest they are rioting they are breaking windows they are um infiltrating a federal building they are looting from a federal building because somebody stole nancy pelosi's mail somebody else stole um a podium and people like people were taking pictures down at the senate floor as if it was like just a regular day of a tour or something there was somebody who i saw there they said that they had zip ties in their hand they came people they this was not just a regular protest people came ready for war were people there that had shirts on that said civil war so this was not just a peaceful protest of people who did not um who just simply did not agree with the political climate of the country these were people trying to incite violence terrorism just saying so I believe that Joe's remarks were very presidential. Of course, like and like I said, it was it was very presidential. It was something that you would expect from a president. Did I agree with every single thing that Joe said? Likely no. I don't agree with everything that politicians say because you you can see through the political BS. You know, like they're saying these things because it sounds good to their constituents. Um, but he did come out and say something. Whereas. Donald um, was just chilling, okay? People had said, hey, have you heard from the president? Oh, it seems that he's, you know, either he's in the Oval Office, he's watching, or whatever, whatever. He he hasn't made a statement, he hasn't made a statement. He tweeted for people to stop, (laughs) but it wasn't really a real tweet. Then, after Biden makes his remarks, Joe, I mean, yeah, then Donald sends a little video that someone recorded on their iPhone and uploaded to Twitter. He didn't even send it to like the major news networks, which is what's hilarious to me. He uploaded it on his Twitter and then within minutes of it being uploaded, you couldn't retweet it, you couldn't share it, you couldn't do anything because Twitter flagged it for... (laughs) 
for passing along false information about the election because Trump goes on there and pretty much says they stole the election from us. This election that we won, it was a landslide election and they stole it. But you know, this is just, just go home right now. You don't need to do this. Just go home. You guys are patriots. We love you. You told people who are trying to incite violence, who are trying to overthrow the government, that they are patriots and that you love them? What? I laughed a million laughs. Because you like, after a while, you can't even, you can't even, you can't cry about it. You can't be surprised. You just have to laugh because this is like like one train wreck of a reality tv show like i just it is just a train wreck um so i just laughed and it was so it was so funny because like of course people i don't follow donald trump so when he first posted it people retweeted it immediately right they retweeted it i think i don't think they really heard it fully because it was literally within minutes twitter capped on that was like oh nope you can't share because when i saw it i tried to see if i could retweet it as well and it was like nope you can't retweet it you can't share it you can't like it you can't do anything because it's um it's given false information about the election i laughed another thousand laughs and thus starting twitter's um like vendetta against the president so Twitter then um, says that they're going to suspend Donald Trump's account if he keeps tweeting false information. So then he then gets suspended for 12 hours. Pretty much he's put in Twitter jail. Next thing we know, they are banning him from Twitter. And once Twitter bans him, other apps start to do the same as well. I think he can't share, he couldn't share things on Facebook. Um, apparently now Pinterest has banned him. So a lot of like a lot of apps started banning Donald Trump. Um, so I guess that Twitter banning Donald Trump, I guess they, they, they felt that they deserve a round of applause, which is not true. Um, yeah, I'm glad they did, but really took you long enough because this man has been using Twitter since he started his political career to spread lies and misinformation. And he has such a strong support system that they believe anything he says. Donald Trump can come and out and sweet that it is rain, raining candy canes outside and his believers, his supporters will believe him. It is like a weird cult that they believe anything this man says, regardless of what science shows, regardless of what common sense says, they just believe it. And so the fact that Twitter allowed Donald Trump to continuously spread misinformation, falsehoods, and things to incite violence and rights for over four years, if not more. And they decided in the 11th hour, we're now going to ban him because people have actually gone out and stormed a federal building. This is not the first time. This wouldn't be like the first time that, you know, Trump supporters have caused um, violence. Charlottesville. And he's telling, and he came out to say, "Oh, there were good people on both sides." No, 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 they were not. There were protesters, and then there were white supremacists on the other side. So, no, not the same thing. So, I mean, yay, kudos to, um, to the um to Twitter and these apps that have finally decided that they want to ban Donald from spreading misinformation. But I think it's a little too late because they've he's already spread the information. He's already planted the seeds and watered them. They're just now growing. It's like when you have when they had the opportunity to uproot 
the the plants, the, not the, the seeds from the ground, they had the opportunity to stop it dead in its track. They waited for the tree to grow and then try to, then now they're trying to cut it in one swift chop. And that's not, it's not going to work that way. You're going to have, you, they're going to have to hack and 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 that tr- before that tree even thinks about falling down. And then when it falls down, they're still, it's still rooted. It still has a strong root. It's going to come back up again. So this has to be uprooted, right? Completely. And it's just really funny to me that they waited this long before they decided to do something about it. So, I mean, yay, Twitter, congratulations, but I guess, um, and then also the, the, um, the Democrats are like using this boy. Oh, they're ready to impeach, um, news stations and newscasters have been talking about Pence invoking the 25th amendment and removing Donald Trump from office. And I'm just like, at first I was like, what y'all do? Like, like this is only a few days left. Y'all let this man live. But then I've come to understand that the, um, the reason why the Democrats are pushing for this impeachment is to kind of, you know, keep him from, um, I believe self-pardoning himself and also keep him from trying to run for re-election again um, because he would be entitled to run again in, um, what is it, 2021? 2021, 2022? He'd be, is it, oh, Lord, word. I'm sorry, I'm thinking about the election. It'll be 2020. <laughs> oh, my Lord, 2024. Oh, my goodness gracious, y'all. I actually do know how to do math, y'all. Um, but, you know, there's nothing that would keep him from doing so because he is, he was a one-term president and the constitution says that you can be president you can you can serve two terms right two full terms four four so he would still have the ability to run again so i think that's why they're trying to impeach him to keep him from running again so it really has been an interesting episode um this 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 episode of america goes down has been so interesting um 2021 was like listen (laughs) 2020 got real in the third week (laughs) i'm getting real from the jump y'all don't know me okay so it, it really has been interesting um i hope that after this inauguration i am praying for the well-being of of course the congress um yeah, people in Congress who were um, rushed into hiding. I don't know who's sub- like. Cause I I did see a picture of one congresswoman who was just boohoo crying, like she just looks scared. So of course, cause you you kind of have to remember, like there are some people who this can trigger like the anxiety. I remember there was a I don't remember what year it was that there was a shooter and a lady got shot, like a senator or a House of Rep member or somebody like that got shot. Um, so imagine if you were serving at that time when that happened. And now here it is again, you know, you're in another lockdown or imagine if you served during 9-11 and you didn't know if this federal, this was the next federal building to get hit. So yeah, we do talk about our politicians and how, you know, sometimes they don't get it right. But we also have to remember that they are human as well with families, with emotions, with things going on. And I'm sure the fear that they felt in that moment when they were told they needed to evacuate must have been real. Um, so I hope that this causes them to start thinking about what they say, how they say it, and what groups they support, and what side of history they want to be on. Um, Thank you all so much for listening to this um, episode, to this podcast. I hope you all enjoyed it. 
I enjoyed talking about it. It was great for me. Um, but I hope you all have a wonderful week. I hope you guys have a blessed week. And once again, I wish you the best in 2021. I pray that it all works out. So until next time, um, bye.